Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. It's a special edition of Inside Curling. Hi again, everybody. It's Jungle Jim, Jerome, and it's just me. Wouldn't that be special? No, it's not just me. It's me and Hanson tonight. Like I said, special edition of Inside Curling because it's a huge event. Uh, we've been talking about it this week in Lloyd Minster. It's the Aztec Safety Challenge. We let you know earlier on our regular show, there are eight of the best teams in the world are there. And I think Warren, going into the weekend tonight, we'll talk about why why we're on so late, recording so late. Did eight of the nine teams, the best teams, make the playoffs, Warren? Yes, almost. So going into this event, uh, eight of the top 10 were in it. And so actually... Seven of them made it into the final eight. And uh, interesting, of course, the eighth team is also a familiar name to us, but he's currently number 13 on the world ranking, and that would be Reed Carruthers. So it was it was seven of the eight, and the eighth that didn't make it was Matt Dunstan, and that's because in the final qualifying game, guess who he was playing against? Joel Rotanos. So that's who knocked him out. So it it's a pretty... Uh, Pretty all-star studded cast here going into uh, the final playoffs tomorrow. Terrific. Well, we're, we'll bring up to date. You and I will make some picks, Warren. Uh, the final four have been established. We want to thank all of you for listening and uh, all, to all our great sponsors. We couldn't do it without them. Coyote Tractor brings you hot rock topics. If you have work to do, Coyote has the tractors, UTVs, ZTRs, and compact construction equipment. To do it, Coyote, we dig dirt. Uh, so we're going to talk about that event and uh, lots lots to let you know about, including why we are recording this at 10.45 Mountain Time, almost 11 o'clock, when we thought we would be doing it around 10 o'clock. And uh, I was just talking to Mike, our producer. I said, I wonder if Warren will have something to say about this. How long this freaking game went. Uh, the other one was there was a whole bunch of complaining on social media about, how come I can't see it on TV? How come I can't? Why is this not televised? Yada, yada, yada. We thought we explained it to you, but we'll, uh, we'll weigh in on that one again. We want to thank all the rest of our sponsors. Of course, Casino City, Goldline, and as mentioned, Coyote Tractor. Uh, they've been with us a long time now, and we appreciate that. So, uh, Warren, what's happening around the curling world? Brought to you by Jackpot City. Casino games perfectly made for you. The Aztec Safety Challenge in Lloyd is down to the final four, uh, which will continue at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Kevin uh, Martin, you'll notice, is absent. Uh, and he, he said earlier in the week, I think I'll go down to Lloyd, okay, for the Sunday one. I think uh, I'm not doing anything all week. I'll be home and I'll just sip down to Lloyd a couple-hour drive. Uh, well, Kevin was down in the States 
And uh, he was supposed to be back, I don't know, yesterday morning, probably about noon, I guess, 11.30 a.m. or noon, jump on a plane out of California. Um, he, he, just, <laughs> he just, so he went to the airport, Warren, yesterday, and he, he just touched down about an hour ago in Calgary, and now he's driving up to Edmonton, so he's on the road, so we couldn't have him. Some schmozzle about flights. We are, we're into a deep freeze, so I guess Kevin got, got hooked into that. So he's not with us today. Minus 42 here tomorrow, Hanson. Okay? Yes, that's nice, Jim. Yeah, you sent me a little thing saying, oh, it's not the coldest time, Jim. You have something from <laughs> 500 years ago, Warren, where it was like as cold. Uh, my, my favorite... Uh, you know, how cold is it joke was David Letterman. And they said, how cold is it? He said, it's so cold. I saw a dog stuck to a fire hydrant. That <laughs> 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 was always my favorite. Okay, Warren, let's get down to it. Uh, the reason we're, like I said, we should have been recording an hour ago. Uh, this show will be up tonight or tomorrow morning. But the game, Warren, an eight end game went Longer than a 12-end game between Schwaller and Cooey. Why? Yeah, I mean, if if we ever prove this evening we, why we need time clocks, uh, it was done for us tonight. So the event in Lloydminster, it's a smaller event. And, of course, because of that, they don't have time clocks on the players. So in a qualifying game this evening, Cooey is playing Yannick Schwaller. And... Uh, the game just ended, as Jim indicated, a few minutes ago in three hours and 15 minutes to play eight ends. So if we've ever proven why we need time clocks, it is this evening. Because if we want to destroy things for the public and for fans overall, the quickest way I know to do it is to have a eight-end game go three hours and 15 minutes. Anyway, so things uh, were a little slow this evening, but let's summate what's taken place here the last couple of days. This event started Thursday morning. Had a total of, I believe, 21 teams in it to start. It was a triple knockout, which is uh, a playoff the players like. So basically, they qualify eight teams through three sections. You've got to win three or lose three before you're into the final eight or you're out of the contest. So that's been taking place. It ended this afternoon, and they qualified the eight, and this evening they played the first round of the final eight. So a pretty star-studded group that made that final eight. So I think at the top of the show, we talked about the fact that going into this event, eight of the top 10 teams in the world were playing in it, and lo and behold, of those eight teams that qualify, seven of them made it. And as I mentioned to Jim, it's not exactly as a a team that nobody's ever heard of before filled that eighth spot because it was Reed Crothers, and that team is currently ranked number 13 in the world. So it's it's an amazing field, and it proves, again, the strength of these guys. So these are the eight that qualified and who they played against in the first elimination round this evening. So Bruce Mowat was pitted against Brendan Botcher. Yannick Schwaller, of course, we've talked about, was playing Cooey. Brad Gushu was taking on Reed Crothers, and Nicodine was against Joel Rotanis. So in each case here, the winners would advance the fours, the losers would be eliminated. The game between Mowat and Botcher, Come on, Botcher. that was a really interesting one because Botcher was down three playing the eighth end and scored a three. 
to force the thing into an extra. And then in the extra, he had a little bit of a tough break. I don't know what happened oh, to no. his first rock. It may have picked. There was a few rocks picked out there tonight. And uh, he hogged the rock. And as a result, he was sort of left helpless. And uh, Mowat picked up an easy three and an eight to five victory. So Mowat advances and Botcher does not. The other one on that side was between Schwaller and Cooey, the marathon. And Cooey was up at that in that game as well, five to two, I believe, after five ends, and ended up with the score tied five five with Swaller playing the eighth. Cooey with the hammer. Cooey didn't have to throw his last rock to pick up a six to five win. So on that side of the draw, Mowat tomorrow morning will go against Cooey. All right. The game of the evening, I think everybody thought, because it was two Canadian teams against each other, and certainly the one being the most popular by means uh, with, with fans in Canada was Brad Gushu against Reed Crothers. And again, very close game. Gushu was in control, it seemed, most of the way, and a very bad break that he got in the sixth end because he had a stone pick. And as a result, probably rather than being up two, the score ends up being tied going into the seventh end. Uh, he's kind of forced to take a single in the seventh, and Crothers is able to pick up a deuce in the eighth end, and... Uh, Eliminate Gushu, so Crothers advances in the lower side of the draw. Big win for him. Wow. Yes, and the final game uh, was virtually no contest between Nicodine and Joel Rotanos. Rotanos easily won that game 6-1. to one. So tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, Maut will go against Cooey, and in the other game, Rotanos will go against Crothers. So... Great field, uh, some really good curling. I think the ice conditions there in that club seem to be pretty good. I watched quite a bit of it today, and uh, I think just a great event overall. So that's where it sits going into tomorrow morning. I got a question for you, Warren. The Retornos, uh, Retornos, Adin match. Adin gets one point? He only got one point. Know, I didn't a, see explain any how a game can be like that to me. Well, I think I mean, the scores I saw, I think uh, Adin scored uh, uh, a single point, either first or second, and, and Rotanos picked up a two or three. And, I mean, he came back and picked up the single, and then Rotanos scored another deuce or whatever it was he did, and, uh, you know, virtually the game's over. So that can happen pretty easily. I mean, it doesn't take much of a miss to, to get yourself behind the eight ball. Once you're down two or three, you're gambling uh, extensively, and when you're doing that, the risk is always of giving up a big end and having the game over. Right, so, a couple of steals in your your. That's your exactly what happened. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. There we go. So Mowat is going to play Kui, Mowat, Carruthers is going to play Retornez, and uh, there's your final four. So we're going to pick who's going to get through to the finals, Warren. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think on the top side, from what I've seen today. Um, Cooey's playing pretty good, but I think Bruce Mowat, they're, they're, they're humming along. And uh, I, I, I think that they're, they're going to make it through the final. I think on the other side, the Buzzsaw, Rotanos, uh, Crothers, and that team are playing pretty well also. But I, I think Rotanos will have the ed, edge. So I'm going to say Mowat and Rotanos in the final. And Rotanos will again uh, come out the winner, I think, because they're still playing pretty flawless. Okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going the opposite, and I'll tell you why, Warren. Everyone wants to know my reasonings for my picks. Yes, that'd be nice to know. What are your reasonings, Jim? So I'm picking Cooey against Mowat because uh, after uh, going through what we did tonight with Cooey, that that Mowat will be falling asleep 
by about the sixth end. Okay, he'll be. He's going to wear him down. He's going to lie down. He's going to lie down and take a nap. He's gonna... <laughs> so Cooey's going to do that. The other one is Carruthers just beat, just beat Gushu. So uh, I'm going with Reed. He's on. He's. This is going to be a big event for him. I can't believe you didn't pick Carruthers. So I'm picking him. So we got opposite guys. Yeah, I think again, I don't think Crothers would have won that game if Gushu hadn't have, uh, had the pick in the sixth end. Gushu's been playing pretty well all week. He qualified through A. He was playing really good tonight, and, and that uh, that little misfortune in the sixth end pretty much broke his back. So um, I think otherwise he would have won that game. And I, and I certainly would have picked him to, to go all the way through because I think they're playing quite well at the moment. Uh, Warren, you've been watching the games, uh, and we're going to br- bring that up. You've been watching it on... Uh, a streaming service, uh, and we want to talk about that in a second. Our weekly show, Goldline, brings us probably the most popular segment of the show. It's who's in the house? It's our guest spot. And uh, if you haven't tuned into our show for any length of time, we always have the best guests in the world. It's been going on like that for ever since we were doing the show, and Botcher was our last guest. We had Returnez on a, few, a couple of weeks ago, so Goldline brings you that who's in the house. Goldline Curling is proud to be the founding partner of United We Curl, a nonprofit focused on expanding diversity in curling. Learn more at unitedwecurl.com. Thanks a lot to Goldline. Uh, okay, Warren, so we talked about it on the weekly show. Uh, people whining. How come I can't watch my curl? How come I don't get it on TV? Why are they showing that game and not this game? Why can't I get around the rings? Da 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 da. I thought you guys explained it rather well, Warren, but you're finding you're finding people are still pissed that they can't get their games. Yeah, a lot of confusion. It's um, it's it's uh, something. I'm not sure w- what the solution to it is. I mean, this event this week, it's not a Grand Slam event. It's not a Curling County event. So neither TSN or Sportsnet have any interest or skin in the game here at all. They're not going to be involved. However, the local organizing committee with Aztec Safety challenge did a huge job here and coming up with i think a very good streaming service it's it's some of the best streaming on curling i've I've seen so far it was it's quite good and so it's out there all you got to do is go to uh youtube and uh type in aztec safety challenge and bingo pops up and one more click you're into the game so it's not hard to access and if you are so inclined, I mean, that's putting it through in your computer. With your phone, you can easily flip that right onto your television screen. It's it's not complicated. So I think people just have to, I don't know. I don't know how we get this message out where, with an event like this where it's just being streamed, how you get that streaming and how you access it because there seems to be a lot of people with, a trouble, with trouble doing it. And even once you tell them, seemingly don't quite figure it out. And again, as far as TSN and Sportsnet are concerned, the season champions, which is curling candy events, the Briar, the Scotties, the men's worlds, the women's worlds, those events are going to be with Curling Canada. They will be on TSN. The Grand Slam events, they're Sportsnet events, and they will be on Sportsnet's channels, and it will move from one channel to the other, depending what time of day. Uh, they may put it on to their main Sportsnet channel if it's at a time of day when nothing else is happening in professional sports. But as you get into evening and the main channels are are probably pretty busy with hockey or basketball. It'll get moved down the line, but it will be there. The odd time with Sportsnet, but that hasn't happened yet this year, they will switch it over to their streaming network. But again, if you are a cable subscriber, you can access uh, the streaming network 
free of charge. So it may be a little complicated, and, and please don't ask again, why doesn't Sportsnet do Tuesday and Wednesday? The reason that they're not doing Tuesday and Wednesday, because obviously it's not a profitable situation for them to do so. They're simply through, I know at one point in time they tried it, there's not enough viewers to make it profitable. So that's why they're not doing Tuesday and Wednesday. Again, as numbers to televise that thing for two days is a lot of money. You know, when you go back to streaming, so the streaming service that they had in having Floyd Messer is pretty good. They've got two games going on. The numbers tonight for stream weren't bad. I think the Gushu game, and Gushu seems to be drawing, even on our Facebook site, as soon as we put anything up with Gushu, it gets big numbers. So they were getting about 4,600 people watching at the peak, which on a stream, that's pretty good. And the other game with Botcher and Mawat was getting, I think the top number was around 1,500. So that's a total of 6,000 people watching. So that's not bad, but let's... Be honest, folks, as far as that being a profitable situation from a sponsorship point of view, no, it's not. You know, cost per thousand. So even if 6,000 viewers, if you want to really pad it up, it maybe, you know, $50 could be the highest it would be worth. So it, uh, it's it's got to build the numbers before it's going to be worth money. And it's got to have the numbers for it to be televised. It's, it's the same reason. Or it would be the same reasoning if if you were complaining about that you can't watch a certain game, uh, that you live in Edmonton and you want to see the Vancouver Canucks games, you know, in in when you live in Edmonton, right? They're blacked out, right? It's because no one's going to watch a Vancouver Canucks game, <laughs> right? So, yeah, and it's it's interesting. Some of the other comments I get, well, they're showing darts and some other thing uh, at five o'clock. Why can't they show curling? Well, folks, it's because the darts is a canned program that's costing nothing to put on the air. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got a little bit of airtime around it, but they're filling space. Right. Uh, and then the other question is, well, why are they playing a replay of, of a curling match that took place a week ago or whatever? Why don't they play the live one? Mm-hmm. Same reason. They're filling the space for something that's costing them nothing. And again, live curling production, the way it's done for television, is very expensive to do. Right. And, and you know, the sellable spots are, are not always live. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to say, well, you know, prime time would be 7 o'clock on Thursday night to watch a curling event. Okay, well, that, that's fine. But, but there's no live event maybe at 7, right? So... If yeah, I'm, so I mean, the, 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 the cable networks, sense. TSN and Sportsnet, have two ways of making money. It's cable subscriptions and selling advertising around the programming. And depending upon the arrangements as to who owns what, and certainly in the case of TSN, they don't have all the revenue off the advertising. So the big one for them is cable subscriptions. So if they can figure that they're getting this X number of thousand people subscribing to Sportsnet or TSN because of curling, you know, and, and they probably have a pretty good idea how many there are. And, and that all goes into the calculation of what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. But I keep explaining in the <laughs> in the Facebook group and the Twitter feeds is it's a business. And uh, the way that they make money out of the business is in the manner I've just explained. And uh, it's all hard calculated. And that's why things get pulled. If you're, if you're no longer putting out something there that's making money uh, for the television network, they're not going to air it. And if you're an advertiser, say say you wanted to sponsor one of those games tonight. Well, one one of them's close to five thousand with Guju, and the other one's fifteen hundred, which, as you say, Warren, is pretty good for streaming as the, as this is still relatively a new deal. Yep. 
But but think of that in terms of how you know how are you going to sell that to a sponsor with fifteen hundred people? They're going to say, yeah, okay, I mean, I'll, when you I'll get into television numbers, you know, which television numbers are a whole different thing than streaming right. numbers. It's a whole different calculation. But you know, anything for it even to scratch the paint in television, it's got to be a hundred thousand. Right. So um, that, that's my point. If TV's looking yeah. at this, they're going, look, we'd love to televise it, but but here's what the audience is right now streaming. So anyway, it's all a numbers game. So there you have it, our quick little special show. Let's text Martin and 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 say, oh, oh my God, you must be relaxing right now, right? He's probably. And by the he, way, well, he's he's the, on the highway. He's probably up around Red Deer somewhere. I asked him. I said, so about a year ago, you uh, went through the same trip here. You you flew into Calgary and you're standing at the rental car company, and this woman was standing there looking for a ride to Edmonton, and right, she went with you. I said. Have you seen her yet? Yeah. <laughs> Is she there tonight? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Plus, it's not. It's it ain't fun being outside right now. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll be back next week uh, with our regular weekly show. Thanks everyone for listening to Inside Curling. We really appreciate it. Thank you all to our sponsors: Casino City, County Tractor, and Goldline. Uh, if you want to email us, and why don't you? And you can you can weigh in, and Warren will respond. Go to our Facebook group or our Facebook page. Thanks a lot to Rod Paulson and in-house strategies for looking after that. InsideCurling at gmail.com. InsideCurling at gmail.com. Drop us a line, won't you? Warren, thanks a lot. Uh, thank thank, thank God it was only eight ends that game, Warren, because we'd be up. <laughs> it was a 10-end game. We'd be up till Easter <laughs> waiting for Cooey to throw his final rock. Uh, get on those people. Get on those people. If you're in the crowd tomorrow, tell them to step it up. Take it easy, everybody. Warren, thanks a lot, man, for doing this. And uh, I've got Carruthers and Cooey. Come on, boys. <laughs> See you in the final. Take care, Warren. Thanks, Jay. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.